You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, this is Chesney Hawks here. You are watching My Hammers 11 with the one and only Russ. Thanks, Ches. Russ <laughs> My Hammers 11. Hope you're safe and well. If you're channel, please consider subscribing. Hit the bell icon so you made of any time putting your content on. As always, love saying I love your channel sponsors. Untuck it. Check out the description below. Just Ches. Good old Ches. Said it to me. Like, he said it to me yesterday, so I thought I better put it in. Uh, today's guest, um, he, he's he's doing loads on Twitter at the moment. We'll talk about that in a bit. Why he's doing that? Because he's trying to raise money for his dad. Uh, it's Jake. How are you, Jake? I'm all good, thank you. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm not too ruddy bad, to be honest. It's a lovely day today. Spring seems like it's just turned up today, which was lovely. Um, and you know, the sun doesn't set until half seven now in all church. It's it's lovely. Perfect. It's and lovely. Football's back. Grassroots football's back. I know, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> I've came, I'm seeing my my uh, my sort of my Twitter feed, my Facebook feed is full of my mates all playing seven aside and five aside. I don't think they all played it beforehand. I don't remember <laughs> them all playing beforehand, but they're all playing this week today, it seems. All playing golf. Yeah, all <laughs> golf. So yeah. It's, Instagram is full of bloody football ex pros. Seems to be hitting the hitting the uh, the fairways today. It's so a fair play to them. But yes, yeah, it feels like things are starting to tick a little bit, starting to go in the right direction. How are you though? How have you been, my man? I'm all good, thank you. I uh, today was a bit of a rough day because I had my uh, second COVID vaccine the other day, and yeah. uh, this one hit me a little bit like a train. So <laughs> I've been I've been up and down today, but not too bad. It's been very busy with work and stuff, and. Yeah. I've just been tracking on, but yeah. loving life. Really yeah, loving <laughs> yeah, me too at the moment, actually. Yeah, so I'm on a good good keel at the moment, I think it's fair to say. Yeah, I don't know where my second one is, actually. They haven't contacted me for the second one yet. Um, my wife hasn't had her first one yet, so I haven't. I am on a few weeks. Left, but, oh. Yeah, did you have the Oxford or the uh, or the uh, Pfizer one? What one did you have? I, I had the Pfizer one. Yeah, I, I had, had it, Pfizer. my first one back in January. Uh, oh, okay. Because I, I used to be a care worker, 
since then another job's popped up and now i feel like a bit of a fraud in the queue to get the vaccine but there we go it's it's done now (laughs) needs must it needs must not being funny exactly the amount of shit you must have gone through before mate it's it's well worth it it's well i'm just just fat that's the reason why i get Um, i I don't think i'd have been far away from getting one anyway (laughs) (laughs) yeah but at least but i mean at least it doesn't matter what's gone on in the last year or so West Ham has kept us entertained, hasn't it? They've kept us exactly. smiling, which is nice for a change. I can't remember it that for is. a long time that's happened. Normally um, around about now, I'm getting stressed and upset. Yeah. But I can sort of sit back and relax at the moment. It's it's, yeah. it's a nice nice change, however long it lasts. I'm I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's one of those things as well. I was, I was doing the calculations today, but it's not like I was doing the calculations that you know, are we going to stay up? It's like where, where we're finished, you know, whether we finish fifth or eighth. It's like, well... I don't really care to be honest. I really don't care to be fair. It's I, just I've a... done a couple of predictions, and uh, I always seem to have us finishing second. And I feel like maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm being a bit too nice to us. <laughs> yeah, I try and go the other way, and it just still comes out that we end up fourth. And I was like, how does that work out? I've been really arsy with West Ham, but yeah, it's um, it, it's it's a funny it's a funny season, isn't it? It's just been weird. It's been weird. You know, the fans don't know what to do with themselves. They're happy. They're upset because. You know, we, we didn't win at Matt against Man United. And it's like, what? <laughs> you know, like, if you look back and think of things, it's like, Jesus, if you said to us that we'd have, you know, in August, that we'd have been lucky that we got, you know, we are lucky to not have beaten or got a point out of United at Old Trafford. Or, you know, we got a point at, at Arsenal. We could have easily turned them over, you know, at Argaff. It's like, you know, it's all perspective, isn't it? Um, yeah, exactly. Just meant such such a weird season, such a weird season. But also, you've been busy for other reasons. You obviously work and and and, and obviously you know keep it on top of the West, of West Ham. But also, you you that's why I always get you on, Joe, because you're you, you're doing this big sort of charity drive for your dad to try and raise money for a hand, isn't it? A, a hero hand. Yes, yes. So um, my dad, before I was born, in I was born ninety eight. Uh, I know I look a lot older. Uh, if Jesus, I the yeah, off, the I years have been kind to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, not good. Um, but yeah, in 97, uh, Dad had an accident at work, which resulted in him losing a hand, uh, which you can imagine isn't ideal when you're used to having two, to suddenly yeah. not have one. Uh, to, sorry, to only have one. Yeah. Um, so since then, obviously, he's had me, my younger brother, and he has been brilliant. Uh, he's always gotten along. To be honest, you wouldn't, if you saw him from a distance, cracking on with whatever he's doing, you mm. wouldn't assume there was anything that could be holding him back. He's sure. always just gone with it and been fantastic. And um, for quite some time, he's been following Open Bionics, which is this company charity that make uh, what's called Hero Arms, um, which is basically, it's run by sensors that attach to your muscles. And wow. it's almost sort of like, like I move my hand like that, yeah, dad yeah. will move his, what we call stump, and it will move fingers. Wow. It's, it's mental. And um, I'm shortly going to be moving out with my other half. Um, we've got a house we're currently renovating at the moment. And I thought, well, before I go, let's, let's try and do something sort of really big to sort of yeah. thank him for everything uh, that he's done so far. And uh, this is what I landed on. So we've sort of set a target of eleven thousand pounds uh which is a little bit over what the arm costs yeah um but it is that covers anything because we're doing a lot of uh sort of raffles and stuff like that to sort of get the money in so any sort of postage and that will be covered 
uh, by the little bits of extras. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. If we absolutely smash the goal and go further, then I want to give everything to Open Bionics so that they can continue to support children who uh, lose limbs or are born without limbs to get hands. Mm. Um, the work they do is fantastic. And um, that's that's pretty much my goal at the moment. So uh, it's it's been going well. Uh, as of today, I think when I last checked, it was £2,295 raised. Wow. Uh, when you think that four days ago I had 300 in the pot. Yeah. It's been it's been fantastic. And uh, the support from everyone, from sort of West Ham fans on Twitter to friends and family on Facebook all getting involved has been very emotional, I'll be honest. Mm. There's been a couple yeah. of times where I find myself looking at it and getting a bit choked up. Yeah. Um, but it, it's it's been fantastic like i say the support so far has been brilliant so if you've if you happen to be watching this and you've already got involved thank you so much because it's insane yeah. um i put a little video up today um on twitter on tiktok of um the first time we went to open bionics last week which was the first time they sort of strapped dad into a trial hand to figure wow. out where the muscles were and for the first time since he lost his hand, he was able to move fingers. Wow. And he sort of, you don't realise. No, you don't know what you've got to, it's gone. Lost what it, it is. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. you sort of, seeing that was, uh, it was it was emotional, a very emotional day. But, but um, in the same way, seeing something like that just helps drive what you're trying to do even further for yourself, isn't it? So exactly, you can yeah. see that the effect it had him just for those few minutes. So, um, and you get that. I mean, obviously now, you know, you, you obviously do this thing, you know, West Ham fans always help out West Ham fans. And they just, yeah. And so, yeah. So that's what I thought I want to get you on because to, just to sort of say, look, let's, let's see what we can do and see what we can, you know, as you said, I know people, I've, I've, I've seen, I've, I've, I will be donating as well, but obviously I've seen people who have donated in the, in the just giving, obviously a lot of our um, viewers are already in there, you know, Andy and people like that, you know, I'm not just name checking them all, but there's, there's, there's clearly some people I already know who are on there quite a bit, but it's, uh, it's true. And they always help out, you know, when it comes to West Ham people, whether it's yourselves, whether it's Isla, whether it's the food banks or whatever, they always come out in full force. So um, that's, a, that'd be a lovely thing, a lovely thing for your dad, wouldn't it? Absolutely. It yeah. You can't quite put into words how sort no. of, huge it will be but uh yeah it's it's exciting it's it's really it's fantastic really yeah 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 it's fantastic and, and and as i said more importantly not more importantly but you know one, one of the main reasons we've got you on this because you're a hammer as well so you know it's not just it's not just for your dad but it's to what you and, and about, about west ham as well because obviously it's a big part of your life we'll leave that on leave that scrolling on the bottom um yeah. so you know why west ham jake why, why is west ham your club so growing up believe it or not looking at me never into sport apart from cricket which i played and then i got fat and went nah not for me um <laughs> I, I i just i was never into sport at all um but if anybody ever said oh do you support a football team i'd say west ham because they were my yeah. gramps's uh team uh my mum's dad he passed away in 2007 and nobody else really in the family's that into football and i was yeah. like all right, yeah, I'm going to firm that. West Ham's my team now. And uh, I'm going to say, if anyone asks, it's West Ham, it's because of me gramps. And um, I continue to not really be that interested um, up until uh, sort of the World Cup, really, the most recent World Cup, which was the best summer that I've ever seen. I doubt there'll be a summer like that ever again. Um, and I was like, oh, my God, I realised I have no hobbies outside of sort of cooking. And yeah. I was like, 
oh, why haven't I been watching and playing football all my life? This is mental. And um, all of my mates uh, are all Liverpool fans. And I was like, <laughs> I had a choice on my hands. And I was like, oh, do I go with them? And I thought about it for all of about 30 seconds. And I was like, no. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's West Ham for me. And it's just, I, I don't know. I think I made an unconscious decision a long time ago. And I just fell in love with the club. And since going up, I mean, my first ever West Ham game that I actually got to was a couple of seasons back, the Newcastle home game, Declan Rice's first goal. Oh, yeah. And uh, I remember sort of going up with some people that I'd met at a under-21s game at Yeovil, which is my sort of nearest club. Brilliant. And uh, they were like, oh, you're a West Ham fan. They were like, well, we got tickets every now and again, so we'll give you a ring when the next one's free. You come up with us. But, yeah, brilliant. Brilliant. And sort of being in the ground for the first time, and everyone starts singing bubbles, and I was there like, oh, oh dear, <laughs> yeah, and a bit getting a bit choky, like oh dear. And then Declan Rice scored his goal, and to be honest, I don't really remember it because I just went mental. It was <laughs> a fantastic day, and ever since then, I just everything I do. I don't think I think maybe there's like one or two days a week where I'm not in a West Ham shirt. It's yeah. the other half hates it. But yeah. uh, <laughs> I've just got too many, and I oh, love I wearing love them. Yeah, yeah. I, lo I, I love the fact it's. I love it because a lot of people we have on the channel are like, "Oh, yeah, I've been die-off thirty-year man, and, you know, man and boy." But I love the fact that you came into it relatively late, yeah, and it's just taken over your life very, very quickly. <laughs> I mean, I've gone from not really ever watching football to within two years, I manage a local side. Um, I'm on the committee for the club. I think I do all their press and PR and everything like that. And it is genuinely oh, football brilliant. just took over my life. Again, the other half, not too pleased about it. She often goes, oh, you never liked football when we got together. Yeah. Well, yeah, mm -hmm. but unlucky. <laughs> unlucky, <laughs> unlucky times. Sometimes <laughs> they are a changing love, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like my wife, which is like, because I've been only doing this YouTube stuff for about a year now, eight or 10 months on that. And uh, yeah, it's completely changed. Like how I how I interact with anyone really, and I? I just toddle off at night. You know, she watches, I don't know, Big Love or whatever she's watching at the moment. I don't know some some crap. And uh, and never the twain shall meet. And it's like, yeah, it's it, things change. You know, it's like it's. But I think what I love is it just like you just have this all this this almost like boyhood enthusiasm for the you know it hasn't been beaten out of you yet um, yeah <laughs> I mean such a good season so it's fantastic absolutely brilliant so yeah you sort of maintain that and uh, it's true it's true I mean it's gonna be emotional I think when we get everyone back in the ground singing bubbles because it's gonna be really emotional I think when everyone's back together when you get to see I mean I, I got choked up with the two and a half thousand were there um because it was just weird just bizarre hearing I mean... a crowd I, I'll choke up at anything. If there's something that's even slightly sad or a little bit too happy, gone. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it was City for the first for the opening game of the other season where they did, what was it, 5-0 they beat us? Yeah. One up for that and um, everyone starts singing bubbles and it had been so long in the break. I was like, oh no, it's happening again. I was like, <laughs> I had guys, uh, two boys next to me and they're all giving it their all and I'm there going, right, can't cry in front of them. Uh, <laughs> but yeah no i mean whenever i get back cause obviously down the over way i'm quite far away from london so yeah i don't really know when my next game will be but when i do i can imagine there'll be a, a couple mm. of maybe a couple of yeah. tears yeah <laughs> but i think i think also you, you i think you know because because it's so far away it's not so readily available i think you appreciate it even more I'm not saying not no not 
this is obviously a pre-COVID thing. Obviously, post-COVID, I think everyone's going to appreciate going to football now. Yeah. Um, but but beforehand, you know, so you, it, it would be even more so for you. And I love the fact that, you know, you met some blokes on the, on the 21 game and you're part of their gang now. Yeah. And, it's, and, it's, and the only thing that connects you is they, they those crossed irons on your, on your shirt. Exactly. And that's what I love about doing all this because you interview people all over the world and whether they're from Yeovil or they're from Chicago or Hong Kong or wherever, um, it doesn't matter, you know. And, and obviously, I do. I do a lot of um, uh, chari- a lot of fundraising for the new and food banks or the Einstein food banks, and we get donations from people from Singapore, from Sweden. You know, these guys are probably never going to Newham ever in their life, but because it's West Ham, they support it, and you'll get that's that. Brilliant. And yeah. you'll, you'll notice that when you get some random donations from America and stuff like that, because you're West Ham, so therefore, you know, you're one. You're one of uh, keep each other, look after their own and stuff. So. Oh, it's a special club. I'm getting emotional. It's a special club. <laughs> yeah. It is a special and club. Start, it's an all start. I know. An hour of us both just crying. I know. <laughs> it's only one episode. There's one episode I cried at. I'll be honest, doing this, and that was a guy called Peter Singh. And if you want a good cry, watch that episode because oh, it's do um, yeah. If, if you if you if you need to, to well up, watch that because it's just a sheet. Because I know you know. Obviously, we know. I mean, West Ham is important to me, and I you know. But for some people, it is their life. And it, and it's and it's it's saved them, you know. It's it's made the you know it saved them from mental illness and depression. And 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 Peter was one of those people. So it just shows you how much a football club can mean to someone. It does. Uh, yeah, I remember. I I remember finishing that interview, and I thought, I sat there like fucking hell. I didn't think that was ever going to happen, you know, because I thought, hey, but where we stand. But it's for some people, it means so much more. Um, I mean, and you're. I, I completely get sort of that angle of it. Um, obviously, sort of not being into football, not being into sports. Yeah. I, I, you know, I wasn't the fittest of children uh, running around. And um, I think really at the time when sort of I started watching football and everything, I wasn't in the best of places. And all yeah. of a sudden, I mean, if you go right back through one of my Twitters, you'll find there's a side-by-side of when I first went to the London Stadium and did a stadium tour on my other half, and it looks like my shirt barely fits me. Yeah. Um, compared to, I think it was like six months later where I'd been playing football, I've been going out almost every day to the local park and just having a kick about with mates, and the shirt, Hangs I mean, I looked a completely different person. Yeah. And um, it's insane that it's a sport it really does sort of it, it can pick you up when you when you're down and sort of help you out mm, and that was when yeah. we were fighting relegation battles so yeah imagine exactly, what i'm like now. Yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah and that's the thing i mean that's that's one thing that's one saving grace you know the very thing that's gone on in the world at the moment and and obviously you know, lockdown and whatever whatever sort of thing we're in now i don't really understand it's sort of flux really at the moment um that's the one constant the one constant is football and yeah. You can see people were really, really desperate when we had no football because it's almost constants they, they, they haven't had. And for a lot of people, they've been going to West Ham home and away for 20, 30, 40 years. And for the last year, they haven't been able to go to West Ham and they've had to readjust. And you know, luckily, we've performed well and people haven't minded so much. Um, and, you know, people obviously clucking to go back. And it's only going to be a good thing when the, you know, next season, hopefully, if everything, the roadmap is all right and sorted 
you know, next season, next August or whatever, we should have a full capacity, for, you know, London Stadium game, which would be absolutely awesome, man. But yeah, uh, yeah no, it's, it's all good. No, it, it, and, you know, it's one of those things, you, I mean, you're on Twitter, you know, you see a lot of Twitter, you know, there's a real buzz around the club at the moment, around the fan base, um, you know, so much so that, you know, we lose a game like we lost to that, when we lost to City the other day, um, well, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, completely different fan base. You know, yeah. they were like, oh, unlucky, guys. Unlucky. Ah, nearly. You know, usually it'd be like, ah, boys, you know, boys out. But, you know, they were like, oh, unlucky, guys. You know, it's a real change in, in mentality amongst the fan base. And long may it continue. I can, I can feel, you know, I mean, you, you, it's just a relatively new in your West Ham fan career. But, you know, too often not, we have these sort of great seasons. They have three or four shits or five seasons we've had shit seasons until this season from the bowling season really so you know if next season we can finish seventh for next eighth eighth next season and sixth or whatever then we're on the right path and where we should be so that top top eight top nine Absolutely. um league definitely definitely and who knows in more as we trust in more as we trust my friend but yeah right okay well, this is gonna be interesting because we do because obviously everyone we get on we, we do a, a hammers 11 so you know basically the idea is you put together the 11 of players um you can pick whatever players you want to it doesn't have to be the best it can be the, you know your fan favorites whatever it doesn't really matter but the only way is that you must have been alive to see them play or maybe for you you must be alive since you started really supporting west ham it's up to you i'm not fussed man it's your team you pick whoever you want you can pick everyone buddy um so we'll, we'll see what happens we'll see what happens so um who would be in goal <laughs> uh in goal so i've gone with mainly players i've seen except is it just the one except just the one which i had to put in because I think I'm in love with him, to be honest. Okay. But we'll yeah. get there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so in goal, I've gone with Fabianski. Yeah. Um, he's brilliant, isn't he? Like, yeah. He's just great. And um, I met him after... Uh, brilliant. Was it another Newcastle game? No, sorry. My first game was the Arsenal game where Declan Rice scored his first goal. Yeah. My second game was the Newcastle game. Mark Noble penalty and Declan Rice scored with the old yeah. shush of the Newcastle fans. Met Fabianski after that game. I was trying to get some stuff signed that we'd be able to auction off for dad's arm even back then. And um, I remember going up to his window of his car and going, oh, hi, mate. I was like, I've got a program. Could you sign it? I'm going to try and auction it off for my dad. He's, he's missing an arm, trying to get him a new arm. He had no idea what I was saying. No. <laughs> and he was just like, yeah, <laughs> signed it and sort of carried on as he was. I was like, yeah, well, I tried. <laughs> I tried. Um, but yeah, Fabianski for me. Um, yeah. Excellent keeper. He is, and obviously, you know, obviously, you're not, we've gone for another season, which would be good. I think that's the right thing to do. Um, and then we'll see what happens next summer. And obviously, England, Poland will be up against him. Yeah, I don't really want to see it, but there we go. No, it's, yeah, it's, it's it's like someone, it's like when uh, you know a player goes to another club. It's like when I don't know we play Crystal Palace and James Tompkins is on the, is in the squad for Palace. It just looks wrong and he's going to be wrong on the other side. But yeah, yeah. Hopefully deck doesn't like, you know, like in the box or whatever, and just yeah. does him in or, <laughs> or, or, or Lingard or whatever. Cause, uh, Cause he's quite important. As we know from last year, last, was it? Yeah. Last season, wasn't it? God, it was last season yeah. with Roberto Christ. Time flies, isn't it? it? Just time is at the moment. It's just a weird vortex, you know. It's like pre and post COVID. Everything in the middle is just like last year seems an absolute decade away. Where we had like Roberto and David Martin and Pellegrini was manager at the beginning of that season. God, fucking hell! 
That's taking me right back there. <laughs> and, and we've done a and we've done a quarter of the year already. Yeah, almost. Be Christmas soon for me now. Well, Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Right. Okay. Fabianski's in goal. Uh, defense. Defense. So I've gone with four at the back. Nice. Um, I've popped. Uh, I've actually noticed that I haven't seen quite a lot of these people play, uh, to be honest. So I've broken my <laughs> own matter. rules. <laughs> but there we go. They, they play now, basically. Yeah. Um, so I've gone with. I've gone centre back partnership, and that's very important, I think. Of Dawson and Ogbonna. Oh, nice. Because uh, I don't think Dawson has been as good without Ogbonna there. No, no, but I, I think I think what I think what I like with Dawson is he's got this sort of old school defender mentality that we love as West Ham. You know, I'm thinking, yeah. you know, back in the day, before, it was James Collins and before they now Alvin Martin and you know, God, like even like people like Razor Rudder, you know, people like they just like put their body in the line, don't give a shit about you know getting injured, but they're just great. And I think we, oh, I just love him. I love the, I love players who surprise you. Do you know what I mean? Where he's, well, obviously, when he signed, we all went, huh? Really? Yeah. And I mean, just... I've said it a couple of times when talking about David Moyes. I said, I've never been so happy to be made to look so stupid. Yeah. 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 Uh, because when it was sort of announced, it was Moyes coming back in. I was like, oh, this is, this, this feels like a backward step and we're not going to yeah. do well. Whereas now, I said, if David Moyes gave me a ring up and was like, hello, Jake, um, I've seen you play football on Saturday and I want you in West Ham, I'd go, well, clearly he's got a plan. I trust him. So, <laughs> all right, I'll do it. <laughs> Offer so. something different in the final third, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the fans would enjoy my performances too much, but I'd, I'd have good fun for the five minutes yeah, I'm allowed yeah, out. Laugh, yeah. <laughs> But I know what you mean. I know you mean with Dawson. It just it just seems like it's the right, you know. And you're right. He's him and a bottle of bonnet as a pair are just so much stronger. I mean, he's. I mean, the thing is, it's not like Bonner not being out. Dawson still has the experience to to run the defense. You can see that. Obviously, the first couple of games. Obviously, you know, I pop my head out of the box and I listen to the. I like listening to the players shout. And Dawson is a real like voice really shouts at people and i think that's a fantastic attribute um and Agbonna does it as, as well but you know you're right with, with, when when diop's in there's always that little you know he's always going to lose his mark a little bit i don't know why he keeps doing it but Agbonna's just Agbonna's quality honestly the man's just absolute i don't know genius he's, just, he's typical his fan is like his form just as he's like you know not coming to the end of his career but he's 32 he's only got yeah. maybe a season two seasons left maybe um Whereas Dawson's, yeah, he's only 30. So, yeah, he's got plenty of time on his hands, thank God. Because um, <laughs> we need it at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, exactly. Right, we'll put, okay, let's put Fabianski. We've got Dawson and Bonner. Let's carry on in that defence then, my man. Either side, I've gone with Cresswell and Sofal. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, though Cresswell and Masuaku, I find, is sort of, I prefer whichever one's playing. <laughs> because I, I, I saw him. they'll play for a bit then i'll have a little moan about them the other one will come in they'll play for a bit and then i'll have a little moan and it's that constant sort of cycle i think yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So at the moment cresswell's doing fantastic i mean look at his assists in the league so far um, i think he's been incredible this season so he gets in for me um yeah. as it stands uh so foul do i need to say anything oh, just I, lost, he just, he? what it was was what was it? He signed, what was it, like two, three days later, he's in the starting eleven, and yeah. you wouldn't think he's just come in. 
He looked Nothing. like he knew everyone. Everything was Crazy. perfect. Oh, insane. I think he's brilliant. He's... <laughs> and, and again, another one, another one we sort of felt slightly uneasy with because it was like only like four or five million or whatever it was. And we're thinking, what are we going to get for four or five million pounds? You know what I mean? You, you know, you, you look at it 10 at, at the bare minimum for a decent right back, a decent fullback. And he's just come in and just, you know, proved he's four, five, six times more than we paid for him. He's Absolutely. just. He, and he's he's the right back. I mean, we haven't had a decent right back for years, years, and years. Like a proper right back, maybe even back since like Tim Breaker in the early nineties was our last proper consistent right back. And he's just he's just slotted in like there's no tomorrow. Um, and you think, yeah, sometimes I mean, even even his compatriot, we might be talking about him in a minute, but even him, he he just slotted in like there was no settling in period sometimes with, with particularly with foreign basic players they take a few a few games to get match ready but they were like straight on as you said that leicester game straight in clean sheet you right. know complete shutout as well wasn't it that game as well uh they've had a single shot on target that game amazing absolutely amazing um right okay so let's go with that let's go with that back four um let's go into midfield my friend let's go into midfield so I've gone with sort of a defensive sort of midfield, mainly because I had to I had to put in who I'm going to say first. Um, otherwise, I'd have broken my own heart. Um, and that is Mark Noble. Yes. Um, obviously, <laughs> at the moment, he's doing a job. And it's, it's to be argued, for me, Mark Noble is West Ham from coming in when I did, uh, sort of saying that I was a West Ham fan, sure. getting really excited when we got promoted a couple of years back, despite not having a clue what it meant. Um, I've always known of Mark Noble. Yeah. Um, he is West Ham for me. I met him um, again at that Newcastle game. And uh, I think I struggled to get my words out a little bit. Yeah. Um, I was a bit like, holy shit, this is it's, it's Mark Noble. <laughs> Uh, so much to the point that when me and the other half move out, we're getting a hamster and we're going to call it Mark Noble uh, because she won't let me call a dog Mark Noble, even though I thought <laughs> that'd be really funny in the local park. Come here, Mark. Come on, Noble. Come on, mate. <laughs> there we go. So Mark Noble, for me, he has to get um, yeah. fantastic. Um, and and talking right. about, talk, as Sorry. I say, talking about, talking about, you know, emotional moments that's going to be an emotional moment next i don't season. want to talk about that <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to talk about that there will i promise you i i, I think it's going to take at least an hour for me to get over that <laughs> yeah yes. i'll be i'll be yeah. a mess but but i like yeah. the way marks marks have prepared us for this you know he hasn't just sort of sprung it all on us next season it's like okay no. well look you've got a season and a bit to get used to the fact i'm done yeah it's um yeah it's gonna be weird it's gonna be weird but at least the fans will hopefully be in the stadium and, and, and he can appreciate every Fingers crossed. Yeah. And when he's lifting the FA Cup next year or, you know, the Europa well, League or Champions whatever. Champions League in his final Champions game, League. I think it's going to be incredible. <laughs> the Champions. <laughs> what you got in the playlist, just in case. Uh, right. Okay. So that's Martin Noble in. You said, was it Declan Rice? Declan Rice gets in. Um uh, Especially from sort of my years of actually watching West Ham, he is the most promising youngster uh, that we've had um, for me. Um, he's, he's just brilliant, isn't he? Declan Rice. Yeah. He is. And I said, because uh, I saw on Twitter the other day, there's this talk of him possibly vice-captain in England. And I said the day that he decided to play for England, he will captain England one day. 
Yes. I said that to all my friends, and they said, you're being stupid. I was like, no, I promise you, promise you, he will captain England one day. I think it was shortly after um, that he started taking the armband um, at West Ham, and I was going, I told you, you know, starts here. And, um, yeah, I mean, he's he's just different, isn't he? Like, different class, honestly. The boy's different class. He's just mustard. Um, it does make me jealous, though, because I think he's a couple of months or maybe a year younger than me, and every now and again he'll do something. I'll go, oh, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. it's so, so but, <laughs> but I love he's, just uh, he's, I love these sort of he's just these sort of boyhood enthusiasm. Do you know what I mean for the game? He you know he has this love of football and it just it just permeates every time he does an interview or anything. I just I just think he's great. I think it's, I think he's great. Not just West Ham, I think he's great for England as well. Oh, absolutely. Because they're so bland and boring. Yeah, like Harry Kane and. God, people like this, Sterling, they're just boring. They're so boring in interviews. And he's got a personality about him. And personality now in the professional game is such a scarce commodity. It's That's why he stands out so much. Yeah. Because he's got this. And everyone loves, you know, the commentators love him. You can tell, you know, because he, he gives something back when they ask him a question. It's not just media training questions, you know. Oh, we were unlucky. The boys did well. If he's lost, he is gutted. If yeah. he's won, he's buzzing, just the same as we are. And that's why I love him. Um, and and I think he's going to be an, a, a fantastic marketing um resource for us in terms of player recruitment because he could well be England captain and still play for West Ham. He could well, you know, and all these like you think like Mason, I mean Jesse as well. I mean look at you know his relationship with him already, you know, Mason Mount, you know, all these players are going to be coming around looking up to him. So I think he's um you know once once Noble hands over the, the armband and the keys to the castle you know, the sky's the limit for that boy. Honestly, yeah, sky's the limit. So many games already for such a young lad. Um, I mean, he's scored. I mean, he's played half as, I think he's played almost half as many games as Jesse Lingard now. As I think Jesse Lingard's played 200 and something professional games. He's played over 100 games already. It's not ridiculous. You know, he could be, he could be the next Bobby Moore. Could be. I said that could really be. quietly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he could be in it, realistically. Or Billy Bonds. He could easily play 600 games without blinking an eyelid, to be honest. Right, okay. We'll put Noble in. We'll put Rice. Who's next then, my friend? Um, not a surprise. It's so check. Yes. Um, I absolutely love him. I think he's fantastic. Um, as a player, he's brilliant. Again, came in straight away, made an impact. Um, I, I like how he holds himself, how he is. I mean, what was it the, when we went to City the other week and there was that photo of him walking around their crests? Like that level yeah. of respect to have as a player, mate, I, I really rate that. I, um, I just I just think he's fantastic, to be honest with you. Yeah. So I had to put him in. I, I never get um, names and numbers on the back of my shirts. I did get Noble on uh, the third kit this year, but that's because I won it from Betway. And the competition was to see who you'd have on the back. So I had to have Noble on the back. But I also thought it was going to be his last season. So I kind of wanted it um, <laughs> on the back. Um, but this year, I'm I'm contemplating maybe getting another uh, home shirt and getting Socek on the back because he's Ooh. just in that fantastic. I look at that shirt, I think Socek. So oh, yeah. I feel like so, I maybe need things, to do that. It's one of those things with them too. Like, Socek and Kufau. Uh, and, and the way the Czech boys have just integrated themselves so 
quickly into West Ham culture. You know, the way they, you know, and obviously the whole thing with the ambassador as well. It's just this weird loving with the Czechs. Yeah. And I, I, I absolutely love it. I just think it's incredible the way they sort of dive themselves in. I love the fact that I say it all the time when we talk about Suchek and, and Sufel. I love the way Sufel always takes a picture of him and Suchek at every away ground he plays at off on Instagram, almost like he's, he's won a competition. You know, yeah. it's like... I think it's brilliant, and I, I just love it. They just got again. They got such a enthusiasm for the game, and you know, and that's what I love about this team now. They just, you know, they're all so gonna just give hundred percent. You can't criticize their their work ethic ever, and you know, I just, I've, I mean, I've got, I've got, a, I've got a suspicion. Well, not suspicion. I'm pretty. I reckon it's gonna be Suchek Camera of the Year and Sufal Runner Up, and the Ambassador's gonna go absolutely skits. He's yeah. gonna absolutely <laughs> go mental because, like, even now he's got like a he had on Twitter today. He's seen his, his, his mug, it's his a West Ham yeah. Czech Republic mug. He's like, oh, I love it, and I love the way he cycles to the ground all the time and takes pictures outside. There's something about Czechs and taking pictures all the time because they love a picture. You know, we've had a good, <laughs> we've had a good run with Czech players, obviously with Ludo and uh, Thomas uh, Repka and. Um, uh, Radoslav Kovac, maybe not so, but Kufal and Suchek, yeah, they've uh, they, they've done the done the jobs. And um, right, so we've got Suchek, we've got Noble, we've got Rice. Who's next? Who's the next player? Uh, I'm going to go with what could be a controversial one. I like um, it. I'm going to I'm going to chuck Fornells in there. Um, Do you know what? Totally agree. Fornells, I was very very excited uh, when we signed him, purely because I'd heard of him before. And if I hear of, if I've heard of a player who plays in a different league to the Premier League, and they're signing for us, I'm assuming it's because they're good. And so I was like, okay, all right, I like this. Um, and he, to be fair, has impressed me um, more often than not. Yeah. I think, especially now at the moment, in the last game, I think we really noticed uh, what we can be missing if he's not available. Definitely. Um, and I think he's sort of. Not necessarily underrated, but I think he can fly under the radar for what he can actually bring uh, to the table for us, and that's totally why agree. that's why I decided to chuck him in. No, I totally agree. He's um, it, it, there, there's a obviously I've been fortunate enough to interview a lot, a lot of ex players and stuff, and 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 when you ask their 11s, they all seem to play, pick one or two players no one else picks, none of the fans pick, and it's the. Oh, to give it, it's like the water carrier, you know, sort of that sort of like the the guy who does all the work, all the hard work, which doesn't get sort of you know doesn't get written about. Um, yeah. So you know, it might be you know, back in the day, I mean, Hayden Mullins or or Jeff Pike or Pete Butler, all these like players who were just like you know just got the job done. And four nows is in that bracket. I don't think there's any surprise. The last two games we've criticised the tempo. Uh, of the team and I think it's because both team, both games hasn't had four nows playing um, you know and obviously with four nows not playing Mark had to play against Man United and there was all that thing and he's just has this he's the missing piece of the puzzle you don't need until you put all the pieces together and there's that one piece missing and he's that one he's that glue and again Moyes has transformed him into who was a sort of tricky number 10 really when we signed him for Villarreal to more of a box to box high energy player and he's again he's a guy who always plays with a smile on his face I love players who play with smiles on their faces um 
and and he seems to be just loving life at West Ham as well now. So, um, and that's sort of like them with them three at the moment when when they're all fit. Four now's Rice and Suchek. That's your midfield, isn't it? Yeah. Really. Um, and so, yeah, hopefully be back for uh, for Wolves. I imagine for he's Wolves, back for Wolves. I yeah, I hope so. Yeah. I hope Fingers so. crossed. <laughs> Fingers crossed. We sort of need him at the moment. He's he's pretty needed. No. Um. Right. Okay. So who's next? Who's next then? Next, I'll, I'll swap around the other side, and I've gone for Jared Bowen. Um, oh, nice. Purely for, again, excitement since he's come in. Um, yeah. He's not played much recently, but that initial excitement um, of who he was, who he was going to be, and sort of how he holds himself and the goals he gets, I think, um, he, he gets in for me. Um, yeah. Again, I, I do have sort of a smaller pool to play with when it comes to players that I've seen or maybe not seen as some of them are um but yeah Jared Bowen I, I think he's a quality player um got a lot of potential going forwards and he gets into my 11 basically definitely <laughs> definitely and I, and I like players who can obviously recently he's been playing sort of more more central role as well which seems to suit him as well I mean he played it played quite a lot in Hull when he was at Hull City he had quite a good goal to gain ratio playing up front so yeah I just think he's he's sort of, you know the fact is we've got a good squad now so you know it, which is great for for all of us really as fans because we don't really necessarily know who we're going to play we've got different options it's not the same 11 all the time um but also for the players they have to perform if they don't perform they're out next week you know yeah. that's great that's great for us as fans because you know it means they have to put their all in and so um Bowen, i think you know he i mean as i said i think he's, he's had a little bit different form recently but you know, I started when he played the other day. He seemed to a bit more of the old Bowen was coming back. So, you know, you know, obviously having a bit of a rest at the moment. They played a lot. Of, everyone's played a lot of games. So, yeah. you know, it's a couple of weeks rest. I don't know what they actually do. I, you know, if you're not in there, if you're not sort of in, you know, on international duty, I mean, what's Bowen doing? What's what's Noble doing? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. They can't no. go on holiday. Well, can they? Uh, I'd Just probably just with me. I probably would. That's like, you know, it's like me. I can't wait, you know, because it's Easter holidays soon. So I've taken the week off to next week. So that's literally what I'm going to do. I'm going to just have lie-ins for like a week with my daughter. <laughs> and I can't wait. I can't wait. What's his four-day week this week, isn't it, though? Uh, Good Friday. I barely even know what day it is most of the time. I, so, uh, I, I know Wednesdays because that's the day I take the bins out and I just work backwards. <laughs> Wednesdays and then kebab Fridays. And that's basically it. That's my week. That's a week sorted. Right, okay, so we'll put Jared Bowen in. And and last, who's last? Who's 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 the last player in this team? I, I, I struggled with this one, I'll be honest, because I really wanted to put Antonio in. Um yeah. because and I've seen there's this debate on Twitter at the moment with is he gonna go down as a club legend? Is he not? For me, he is. He's yeah. almost certainly going to become the top goal scorer in the Premier League for us. Um, mm. He scored important goals. He almost single-handedly kept us up last season, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so I really did want to put him up there. Uh, but if I'm going on best, then sort of from who I've seen play, I kind of have to put on Altovic because yeah. he's a better striker sort of yeah, thing. No, so I think, I, think, I think you're right. I, yeah, I've had to go with him. Do I like the guy? Not so much. Would no. I take him back? No. <laughs> um, but for players that I've seen in that position for West Ham, I can't argue that he was brilliant when he on his day, let's say, because he was a bit temperamental. But uh, yeah, yeah, so 
Arnie reluctantly the, takes but that the spot best. But then again, I think you know the best type of. I mean, you know, with that type of player, you have to be a bit of a bastard anyway, really, don't you? And I remember that game against Burnley where he laughed in Ben Mee's face, having took the ball. And uh, you know, and if I was Burnley a fan, I'd be absolutely apoplectic. But I was cracking up being a West Ham fan. Do you know what I mean? And, and yeah, the fact is, he's he for the the formation that David Moyes plays, he's the best player. He's the yeah. best striker, and doesn't matter. He's a snake, whatever. He's the best player for that role because he's got the skill and he's got the pace and he's got the strength. Antonio Blessing's got the strength, got the pace, ain't got the skill, does he? You know, he's, was it you Antonio know, that I saw? Somebody said that he's like the best worst footballer they've ever seen. That's a great like, shout. Yeah, and it holds up to me. It's I true. mean, it is it'd be like, yeah, I think he's brilliant. Some of the lads that play for my club, um, bless them, they're not they're not the best at our level. Uh, some of them are fantastic. I don't get into my own team. It's heartbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even make the bench. Um, <laughs> but some of them, they they'll work, they'll work, they'll work, and they'll give everything. And are they are they brilliant footballers? No, but I love them. I think yeah. they're fantastic because of that work level. And Antonio is the same for me. Yeah. Um, another one that I've met actually, uh, oh, Antonio. Well, there we go. But he's not in. He's, oh, but he doesn't in. get in, unfortunately. Right. <laughs> Okie dokie. So that's just, I've only got a four-four-two on my thing, so that'll do. Um, so, so yeah, we we, we Bobby's on the left. We're playing three in the middle. Don't worry about that. It's just you know that, that's that's the four, that's the that's the team. It's a strong team, very strong. As you said, there's plenty of uh, you know that, that that's how David Moyes was usually set up for a top six team, wouldn't they? Um, three central midfielders, four downs, Bowen and Iatovich. But yeah, no good team. I like it, and I like the fact as well, Jake, that we've got lots of new, like newer players in there because it's it's something I think that and that's why I quite that's why I interview people. I like to get people from all different, whether people have just started supporting them, whether people are new, have been doing fifty years, yeah, forty years, whatever. Because it's great to get new faces and stuff. Like I think it's probably the first time. Fournaz has probably had a had a shout, I reckon. Well, there you maybe, go. Maybe. Fournaz, if you're watching, mate, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> feel free. Feel free. Yeah. Don't forget to sign up. Yeah. Send Jake a, a signed shirt so we can get it raffled. That's, uh, that'd be there great. We go. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be, sure be watching. I'm sure he'll be watching. Fingers crossed. <laughs> they all do. What else are they going to do? Um, Jake, man, it's been an absolute pleasure, my friend. It's um, been a pleasure, Thank you so much. Obviously, we've got the Just Giving site on the bottom as well. It's been going throughout, so make sure you can donate what you can to to. And if you can't donate, if you you know times are tough, we know times are tough. Anything Jake puts up, retweet, share, whatever. That's that's just as important, man. That's just as important to get get the message out there and get more people knowing about this uh, this great cause. But um, thank you very much, my friends, and obviously thank you to everyone for watching or listening. Um, whatever you've done, whatever platform, give it a like, give it a share. And from myself and from Jake, take care, everyone. Stay safe. Wash those hands. Get those jabs. Uh, come on, you iron. Oh, God, not with the microphone. Come on, you irons, and we'll see you again very, very soon. Take care, everyone. Much love. Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.